This Off the Hazel podcast is now driven by Delari Nissan Regina. Nissan. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kocher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Alrighty, we are back on Off the Hosel, episode 58. As you just heard, our good buddy from 92.1, Mark Johnson, call us in. My name is Drew Koser. I am your host, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother and co-host, Troy Koser. Yeah, baby. We're both here. No Dan today. No Christian today. But it's going to be a fun one because... Two we, brothers from the same mother. And... And we don't have a guest, so we do have one guest coming on, and we just recorded with him. Great guy. Uh, we'll get to that later, but we do not have a guest, and we will explain that later as well. So, but before we get going here, as always, I'd like to remind you that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. They are the number one dealership in town. You see them all over the NHL broadcast. And it's time you head on down to Nissan Regina, get your next vehicle from them. They have some of the best people and some of the best product around. So. Again, go see them today at 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Sask. Drive Nissan. Troy, why don't you quickly rip off where we are as always. As always, sitting here live at Divots Indoor Golf at 6823 Rochdale Boulevard. 306-206-1270 to book your tee time. Or visit them at www.divotsgolf.com. You can do the same thing, book your tee time there. Get down here. It's minus a thousand out right now. We got some awesome indoor golf, some nice kick-ass heat going on here. The bars stocked, the food is great, the service is even better. Come visit our friends at Divots Indoor Golf. Play Divots, don't make them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we are back again. Another great episode. It's going to be a little different, as I'm not really sure what I'm going to do for um, if we're going to have, you know, a later podcast tomorrow with. A couple of guys that are coming on later in the week, but this might just be a podcast that you and I talk some sports, which I'm totally fine with because we got the listeners. They're listening now. They're hooked on here. They can't turn us off. Ah, oh, they probably could, but it's Wednesday and everyone's uh, enjoying driving to work in this freezing cold as you just mentioned, or working from home. We're almost through it, guys. We're almost through the. <sighs> the we're almost through it. It's been a bitch. Yeah, like, it's been I cold. Mean cold. Yeah, it's been uh, freezing, so I do want to get right to you and obviously the open pit. The open pit, the pit stop, brought to you by True Coaster. Troy, what's going on, man? How are things? Cold. <laughs> I think you said that every podcast in the last six weeks. No, usually working, <laughs> but cold. I actually lucked out. I didn't have to work on those minus 50 days. So Nice. Um, I mean, open pit, I think today's just going to be a general discussion between you and I. I mean, we had a hell of a weekend of sports that we can sit and we're going to talk about. We had the Super Bowl. We had PGA, two different events going on. We had a lot of NHL. Halftime show. Um, we got some uh, uh, 
firings, I guess we can talk it. I mean, that, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, we've got baseballs firing up here. Pitchers and catchers report next week, a week as of today. So uh, it's a good time to be a sports fan. Oh, yeah, and there's that NBA stuff going on, too. Yeah, NBA's on. and Sorry, that's uh, just not my cup of tea. I've, I, I usually watch. Actually, well, here's here. I, what I did this past weekend and week, um, online golf again on the Awful Hazel Society, PGA Tour 2K21. That's a free ad for them, but I'm trying to get them on board somehow to get some gift cards or some game discs or whatever. Cause I think there's 20-some players on the PS4 slash 5 or whatever the hell they're called in the PlayStation Network over there. Off the Hazel Society and Off the Hazel Society on Xbox. Yeah, there's a handful of guys in there, so and it's, it's been fun actually. The I know certain somebody makes up the courses and the rules. Yeah, me. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if you wanted that being known. <laughs> yeah, I do. Let's uh, let's make it a little easier. <laughs> like the first event, no putting grid, no meter for shots. I was like, this is hard. Then I ended up playing uh, my four rounds yesterday for. Uh, this, this current tournament, which is a really nice golf course, by the way. Three rounds through, I was minus four. I'm happy with that. Go to the fourth round, it's pissing out like crazy. And <laughs> 60K wins. And I looked at my scorecard, it was square, 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 double square, 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 double square, 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 double square. Anyways, I ended up finishing up that tournament at uh, a whopping plus four. So. Well, that's not bad. I mean, considering you have gotten a lot better. I mean, I finished minus 25, and then I got a text last night from a good buddy of mine, Jimmy Lambert. And this is Wednesday, but as we're recording this, it is currently his birthday. So happy birthday to Jimmy. Um, but he Happy sh- birthday, Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo. Um, yeah, beauty. But he texts me, he goes, is that any good? And he goes, I'm, I'm like being serious, but also like kind of not. Shutting minus 40. Uh, on the PlayStation side, so the guys on that side of the that console, uh, you better be playing good because it's it, it's kind of an easy course, I'd say. But at the same time, the conditions weren't very easy, like, like you mentioned. Well, day four was terrible. But terrible. the reason why the first tournament I did that was because we play on another tournament, and I don't care. Like I, we didn't argue all the time. Society. Society. Sorry, what I say? Tournament. Tournament. Yeah, society. Thank you. That's why you're here. Um, Fact check. The. the like shooting minus fifty and sixty for me is is not fun. Well, it's not, it's not real golf. That's not real golf at all. My, minus twenty five, like you shot. It's it, kind of real. Not really. I mean, yeah, it happens, but not every week. No, for sure. But the reason why I shot minus fifteen last My, week. Plus four, I don't make the cut. <laughs> I do actually because Saturday I was shooting three under, two under. Yeah. It's probably cut line. I make it. You know, a four under for me. That's yeah. A great so we round. wanted the challenge. Right. We wanted a little bit of challenge, but. Long story short, go check out Off the Hazel Society on both those uh, Xbox and PlayStation and, and join the fun. And, and one thing a lot of our listeners probably don't know about PGA 2K21 is there's a lot of golf courses that are local that yeah. you can search. And we've tried them. Like, we've played the Joanne Goulet. Um, <laughs> if you get past hole five, good luck. If you visualize playing the Goulet and then while you're playing it on the Xbox or PlayStation... The layout is almost identical. Yeah. Just the greens aren't very accurate on a few holes. Yeah. Uh, we've played, I believe, the Murray. The Saskatoon Country Club's on there. Uh, Warman's on there. Uh, Royal Regina's on there, I believe. I don't think yet, but we are waiting for Swift Current at Elmwood to be on there so we can all start playing it before the Men's Am this um, upcoming summer. So. I guess, long story short, when it's minus 50 out and you got nothing to do, get on the old console and uh, search us and join us. Or, come, or come on down to did it exactly okay well this is perfectly right after the open pit sports talk nhl talk and i'll start it off uh i got to watch quite a bit of it obviously i'm sure you have two uh ottawa senators 
playing a little better, just can't find a way to get some wins. I know they lost the other night 3-2, right? Was it 3-2 and they were winning 1-0 all game? Monday night? Yeah, Monday night. No, they lost the other 3-1. But they were winning at one point. Well, 1-0, but they didn't score. True. Adam Larson scored on our own. Right, yeah, Adam Larson scored on his own. That top corner right with the cookies. Oh, so mad. <laughs> How do you think he felt? And then threw a puck out of play he on purpose. <laughs> he doesn't care. He looked upset. Adam Larson for Taylor Hall. Let's just rethink that. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go on to the... Um, who's next now? Vancouver Canucks still in a slump. We're not done talking Oilers. Well, no, we'll go back to them, but oh. I do want to rip off some of the Canadian teams. Braden Holpe uh, yeah, he... showing some motion towards JT Miller. And I actually called, so. I called a buddy of mine that night, and let me just ramble on this one, because he is a goalie now that used to be a player. If you know who that is, it's great, but I don't want, whatever. We talked about it, and Braden Holpe shot that puck off the boards to no one. And then he gets mad at JT Miller for, what, a lack of effort? Well, Braden Holpe didn't put that puck in anywhere possible that the puck was going out of play. It, it, it wasn't a first-time offense for Miller, though. He's, he looked like he just doesn't care out there. To be honest, if you watch his play, that whole game, though, Holpe didn't give that team a chance to win no. in a God's sake. So it didn't matter. I get it. You had to work hard every shift. That's a, When I coached you when you were younger, I, that was one of our main things. Go out and bust your ass, shift to shift, or you know what? Sit. You're not playing. Yeah. And speaking of sitting. Well, we'll go to that after. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah, to well, the Canadian teams. Calgary. I, Drew, I keep forgetting that we don't have a guest today. That's why I'm trying to no, rush through that's this. That's okay. All the time no the rush. No rush. It's perfect. Calgary Flames. Um, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau, people call him Johnny Hockey. Uh, he's really, he's a really good hockey player in the regular season. I've yet to see him do anything in the playoffs. But the Flames look to be getting a little better. Would you agree, disagree? I mean, you're on the opposite side of the, of the fan base on that side. I don't hate Calgary. Um, oh, their jerseys are money, though. <laughs> Those were unreal. Sorry, go on. I don't hate Calgary. I don't like them. Um, they are... They're... Slowly getting better, but again, I'm maybe being a bit biased. Biased, the Oilers, same boat, getting a little bit better. I still think they're in that middle echelon of the Canadian division, where there's two top teams. We have three in the middle and a couple at the bottom. And if my math is correct, yep. that's two plus three plus two is seven. So I'm good. I got the teams there. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do want to talk about Montreal Canadiens. They're Fire. just they're just been good right now. Wow. Uh, they don't really have any studs. I can't remember, but they all just work hard, and that goes back to the working hard each shift and shift out. They got caught Kanyemi. Yeah, you got a good player. Carey Price, best goaltender in the world, I think. Yes, by far. You got the Leafs, who. Well, let, let me host this, and then you just come in and, and okay. just co-host it back on my side. Shut my mic off. <laughs> mic check. Um, tr- yes, the Leafs. Austin Matthews scored again last night. They scored eight in a row. Uh, he's on pace to score 100, we'll say. But he's in a, I think I said it to you earlier in the year. He'll score 50 and 56. Um, maybe more than that right now. But the team's playing well. They're in a very generous division. Uh, I still think they lack on the back end. They lack in goaltending. Um, and I do want to talk about the Jets, and we'll talk more about what happened, obviously, with whatever happened today in the world of sports. But the Winnipeg Jets coming down the stretch are a team to look out for. They have four heavy centermen down the middle, and you need centermen to win a cup. Yeah, um, I, I haven't had a, honestly a lot of, I haven't had a good chance to watch the Jets since the whole 
Line A Dubois thing, which Line A got benched last night. I don't know yeah, if you knew I that. didn't play for the third 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Torts basically said, "You don't want to play, sit." And I agree. I agree. And he wasn't that. the only guy too. Let's not let's not leave that out. His whole line got set. But yeah. But no, I haven't seen the Jets play honestly. Since they played tonight in Dubois' first game. It's his first game back tonight. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll have to check in and. As this is Tuesday night recording, Wednesday dropping. Sorry. Right. Um, so I, I I have no real honest input on the Jets. I can't give them a, what, what grade they are. I haven't really watched a lot of them. Uh, one thing that's really been bugging me a lot lately is the fact that all these Canadian games that are on almost every night. Blacked out. Blacked out. Come on, Bell. Come on, Sportsnet. Sportsnet's pretty good about it, I'll be honest. Yep. Um, usually if there's one game on, like, for example, Vancouver's playing at home, and that's the only Canadian game, they'll play it. Yeah. If you have an Oilers game or a Flames game, right? It's one or the other. And a Canucks game, they're going to black out the, the Canucks game. Yeah. And they're going to give you your... To me, in a pandemic year where the league is screaming, we need money because we have no fans, we're going broke, quit blacking out the games. Well, and try and grow the game. Absolutely. The kids at home right now are upset that maybe they can't watch a game. I mean, there's, I'm way, upset. there's ways around it, and I can't go into that. Yeah. If, you, if you use the internet, the internet can be your best friend. So if you're really a diehard fan of a certain team that you can't get on on uh, cable or satellite, use the internet. It's a great tool. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, quit blacking games out, guys, because you, you are losing fan interest, especially if you're a, a fan of, for example, Montreal Canadiens. I'm not a fan of them. Or the Leafs. I tried to watch the Leafs. I had to watch the Oilers not play. I couldn't watch the Leafs game. I knew the Leafs in the Vancouver game would be better. And they blacked it out. Blacked it out. So... For me, who's just a sports guy, wants to watch everyone and did all the downloads and everything was going on in the game. Um, I have to watch highlights in the morning, but I don't want to. Yeah, it's... I don't know why they do it. I mean, I know why they play the Flames and the Oilers here in Regina, or in Saskatchewan. I know why they play it, because they're close to us. Yeah. There's a bigger fan base here. I know there's a lot of Canuck fans here. Um, I don't know how many Ottawa Senator fans are in Regina, or in Saskatoon, or in PA... I can't imagine very many. I have one buddy that's not off hand, yep. And is is he okay? Yep. Nothing yep. wrong with him? Yeah, he's good. He's he rebuilding. Get in a car accident or anything? Or? No, he's good. Oh, he just he likes the senators. So. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Just oh, checking okay. Make sure he's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know he's good. He uh, he's been a fan for a while. But uh, I do want to get into and you mentioned earlier, uh, Patrick Liney, um, Torts, Torts on it again, and people on Twitter carving him, saying Liney's not re-signing, this and that and whatever. Um, I was a skilled forward when I played. I wasn't a banyan crash guy. I didn't eat minutes on the ice and eat pucks. But if I didn't work hard, I didn't see the ice. And I learned it firsthand, you know, from, you know, when I had my short stint in Humboldt or I was in Saskatoon and I had a bad shift, I heard about it. And I think if you don't hold players accountable, especially as good as a line A, then what are you doing? This isn't adult safe hockey. This isn't wreck. There was there was a video club I saw this morning. That he was out of the play. Like he was just waiting for a fast break. And those players on that team don't want that. Guys like Cam Atkinson and the Felinos. Those guys, Seth Jones. I heard him on Chicklets last week. Loves loves torts. He goes, don't you, we, we've had our our outs with him, but I love playing for him because he respects me. Do you know with what Tortorella's been doing defines, in my opinion. A very good coach. And do you know why oh, yeah. I'm saying that? Because he's watching the play of not just one player at a time. He's watching the whole ice. And when he notices, he's not just picking on Liney or Dubois who's not there anymore. He obviously, it stands out. 
You're a top echelon player in this league. Don't dog fuck it. Yeah. No, for sure. Earn your minutes. Just because you're an X amount of dollars a year player and score X amount of goals, more than our fourth line right winger. Yeah. Earn it. Get out there and Absolutely. Earn it. Because now the whole saying is um, oh, Jack Rosalick with a great move the other night. They're saying, thanks for throwing Line in the deal. Jack Rosalick was the deal now, they're saying, because, you know, I mean, yeah, no, we're, I know. we're not going to sit here and nitpick it, but he's earning his ice and, and he wants to earn towards his respect. But that's what, that's what, not just an NHL player, that's what sports in general. If you want something, go out and earn it. Yep. Right? And that goes right from hockey to golf to basketball to badminton. You want something? Earn it. It's yeah, a life lesson. I exactly. mean, that's just common sense. You're not going to get through life just giving stuff given to you. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, that's like we started doing those. Unless you come from a rich family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Not us. So, no. But I, I'm trying to think because even like the Monday motivation quotes you can put it out. Ben Heber put it out, you know, a while back and we certain going through our podcast who had some good advice. And his advice was exactly that. Go out and work for it. Earn it. Earn, earn what you're going to get because there's no handouts. If you want the easy way, it doesn't go very far. Yeah. But let's transition now into some football talk. You don't want to talk Oilers, eh? Well, yeah, we can, I, go, we can, get we can, go, we can go to the Oilers talk if you want to. I mean, I'm, I've been impressed with Josh Archibald lately. He's playing Archie, really well. He Ar- is he's a been hell playing of a well. player. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl takes way too long to shifts. And doesn't do some things. Like, here's something with that Dreisaitl drives me nuts. I've probably mentioned this before. If the play doesn't go his way... He gives up. He, changed, he changes, changes. Terrible changes a lot of times, too. And he, well, he had a six-minute shift the other night against Calgary, I believe it was. That's more than some guys playing the show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he, he makes terrible plays when, when the play isn't going in the re- direction he wants it to. Uh, you've got Connor McDavid. I, I, McDavid's McDavid. That's all i got to say. Um, our, our defense, I was telling you off the air, and I'm going to mention it now. I know you had told me previously, probably a few weeks ago, Tyson Berry is not a number one D-man. Now, no. In Colorado, he was what, number four? Three, four guy, yep. Toronto, he was? A one. One, two, behind, right beside Riley. In Edmonton, he's a one. Because our defense lacks. Yep. He replace, He is replacing Clef Bomb, I believe. You also said it to me off the air. Barry is almost like a... He's a fifth forward. But he's doing his own end, though. He always is back to make the play. What I love about him, and, and the new guy that I really like, is Evan Bouchard, who, what is he, 22? 23 yep. Shoots all the time. The Oilers haven't had a guy on the back end to shoot pucks since Chris Pronger. And it's so nice to see that this kid is out there. Every time he gets a chance, he's shooting the puck. Yeah. And same with Barry. So it's nice to have some of that offense come from the back end. Um goaltending is a major issue I, I've said it before I know Drew you made a tweet about me on yeah, Saturday I was just having, against I was, Calgary yeah oh I was hot well and I threw in on my personal account just having some fun with all the other fans but like that was lucky I had it saved from 2018 the Western League Finals but no I, I'm just shocked because even we talked about off the record too like um, Mike Smith plays pretty well last night. I, I didn't mind him at all and he's not playing tonight exactly so uh, I, I don't know from a guy like, I, I talked to dad the other day a guy like Ken Holland, who I respect a lot in hockey, who who built the wings to a franchise and, and a dynasty for many, many years. Um, did he rely on Chris Osgood and Manny Legacy and those guys? Like, no. 
he had a great team in front of those goaltenders, but it wasn't just Steve Eiserman. It exactly. wasn't just Brandon Shannon. Exactly. It wasn't so they're just great Hall. players, right? It was a whole team. You could lack a different goaltender that's an Osgood or a Legacy or a Vernon. Or, was Vernon there? Yeah, my friend yeah. was there, yeah. And unfortunately, the, the Oilers are under so much cap space that they can't go out and sign yeah. a top goalie right now. I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. It is February 9th as we're recording for the 10th. I'm going to tell you this right now for our listeners. Within the next... 15 days, Mark andre Fleury will be in Edmonton, Oilers. You wow. heard it here first. I like that. We'll cut that stamp in 1940. Okay. We'll cut that, and we'll cut the audio of that and post it. Um, I like it. I, I, I don't hate it. I'm not sure if I, I believe you, but, hey, I have to. They, they have the means to give up to. They have the means to give Vegas what they want for Fleury. Because yeah. it's not going to cost dry sidle, right? It's probably going to cost a second-round pick and a player. And I have a good idea of who the player is going to be. I'm not going to say it Why because not? I, if I'm proven wrong, I don't want to sound like an idiot. So, but <laughs> I, I will tell you off air who I think the player okay, is. Okay, 1940. We're going to cut that audio and we'll throw it out there. Okay. Also, quickly before we jump into the football, I guess we should announce uh, the former longtime Philadelphia Flyer is now the new, newly named general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins, just crossing the half an hour Pennsylvania border there. What the hell that means? Sounded kind of cool there. Uh, Ron Hextall. The former Melville millionaire, SJHL alumni and Hall of Famer. And joining him in the player CEO is Brian Burke. Berkey. It's going to be sad. He's not going to be on uh, Sportsnet no more. I always yeah. liked his, his positive attitude and big smile on TV. I was telling someone today <laughs> that it just looks like he looks into my soul he, when I'm watching. He reminds me of, and I don't know Brian Burke. If I, looked at, if I put a side-by-side picture of Brian Burke... And Donald Trump, they look <laughs> like twins. They look like twins. They got that, Clo- s- that permanent scowl, the really goofy hair. Brian has more gel, and Trump has the fluff. Yeah. So, they, I mean, congrats to both of them. Yeah. Uh, just crazy what happened to it. Yeah, that just came out across the line about an hour and a half ago we found yeah. that out. So. Awesome. Okay, well, let's jump right now into, and I don't have much to watch because I watched one football game this year. So uh, the Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, wins seven. The GOAT. Yeah, the greatest of all time is what he's known as. And will forever be. And I'm Forever be, yeah. Drew, I was never a Tom Brady fan. Never. What was the score? Sorry, just quickly reminder. It's funny because I picked the score for the Bucs. I said 31 I thought the game was going to be 31-28. It ended up being 31-9. 31-9, yeah. So uh, it was a total snooze fest. Uh, good thing I, I had some jingle on the game, so I was pretty active watching that. Yeah. But um, Antonio Brown made me some money. It was perfect. The TV's defense was unreal. And, and I, I mean, Tampa Bay, not Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they, they look good. They oh, How much football, how, how much I watch, they look great. But I will say this, though. A guy that's 23-24... Mahomes is going to be really good down the road, I think. And if he gets the right guys in front of him again and continues to build or wherever he finishes up his career, if he stays there forever, Mahomes got the footwork, he's got the athletic ability, he throws on different angles. The arm it's, angles, yeah. It's crazy. And you know what? He handled it a professional on, on the media. He wasn't, you know, he was professional, and I respected that, and, you know, he has some swagger to him. So Something I wanted to ask you, Drew, about Super Bowl, aside from the game itself, um, Canadian the weekend performed at the halftime 
you told me again off air, social media is a dark place. There's just so much negativity via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I didn't buy into it too much. I I really enjoyed it. I thought he yeah. was awesome. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, just to further what you said, like it, it's so toxic, and, and especially in a year in a pandemic when people are just keyboard warriors. Um, yeah, I loved it. You know what? I don't care who's playing. You know, maybe a little bit longer. I would have enjoyed it, but I everyone's making you know memes and this is terrible and this is shitty like you go up there in front of all those people and do and do a show the one meme i really liked oh, the one in the mirrors <laughs> and they said this is all uh this the meme was the weekend with the camera in his face when he was in the mirrors and it said uh what the hell was it all Patrick Mahomes scene. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Man, I laughed on that one. Because Mahomes was on his ass a lot. Yeah, and there were some funny ones, too, of him like in, in walking in the mirrors, and everyone's like, just trying to find your golf ball in the bush so your buddy doesn't see you hustling out there. And uh, the one tweet I saw was pretty funny. It was, um, isn't it pretty, isn't, isn't it funny how all his all his songs are about Coke and whatever, and it's brought to you by Pepsi? So, um, <laughs> just, yeah, I, got I you can't there. feel my face when I'm with Drew. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I so like I, it. I thought uh, the weekend was good, and if you didn't like it, yeah, it was, who cares? It was like good. you know it, what? Pretty cool that a Canadian was at the Super Bowl. Absolutely, first one ever. Do you remember the backlash when uh, who was it? Do you remember Drew and Grey Cup? We had who's the, who's the Americans that played here? Oh. Halftime was it last year? 2019, 2018? No idea. It, the backlash. Oh my God! You can't have oh, an American yeah. band playing at a at a <laughs> CFL traditional Grey Cup game yet. Nothing against the CFL, right? We have friends of the show yeah. that have been on our show. But yet the NFL, the, the granddaddy, the big boy. During out, a pandemic. During a pandemic. First concert to be seen in months. And you got a Canadian in the weekend on there. Yeah. it's Kudos to Canada. Absolutely. And, you know, and kudos I, to the NFL for obviously knowing that the weekend has got some awesome talent and he's got a lot of fans and sold millions and millions yeah, of records. So. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game for what it was. Uh, again, congrats to Tom Brady. Not that he'll ever hear this, but um, yeah, let's move, jump right into some PGA and European talk. We had a couple events on, uh, well, the iconic uh, West Man- Waste Management Open in Phoenix. And also we had one in Saudi Arabia, right? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the Saudi International. So first up, the winner of the Waste Management Open was Brooks Kepka. And I have some notes written down because I do got to ask. Shoffley, Han, Scheffler, Spieth, he's back, I think, and I'm going to ask that question Don't after. Don't forget Stricker. Yeah, Stricker. Uh, what did I see on the TV? The guy's like, and there's the old man. Well, he's the team <laughs> captain. Yeah, so, but I just, I, I didn't clue into what he said but remind me of rick when he took his hat off to shake the hands after the round i was like oh <laughs> dad's out there golfing uh no but i do want to ask you know, obviously you watch I, I tried phoning you actually twice while this round was going on and you didn't answer but that's fine um i was watching the golf brooks kafka holes out for an eagle on 16 uh, i jumped through my tv that shot i could have made no <laughs> i don't think i could have made the shot i don't think i would have made the three foot putt no but i do want to ask what were your thoughts on the whole event because there's a lot of uh Uprise and is Jordan back? Um, Shoffley was the worst putter I've ever seen in my life that day. Thoughts? It was awesome because fans were back and fans, you could hear them through the TV. Um, traditionally, there's, you know, I did some research. I, was, I happened to be at work Thursday night, last Thursday night, right? So I didn't catch much on Thursday because I was sleeping. But I came off work Friday morning. But we happened to have a chat at work 
and I have a few coworkers that have been to the waste management. And they said the 16th hole is just, it's unbelievable. You know, you got all those people there and it's loud and they're booing and it's a lot of stuff I can't say on the mic. <clears throat> so I had asked my coworker, Dano, I said, Dano, how many people are on that uh, 16th hole? And he goes, oh, I wouldn't fit more than. He goes, what's, what's the Agrodome hold? I said, Brand Center. <laughs> and he said, yeah, 6,500. Yeah, maybe 6,500. So I went and looked it up. Normally, 20 plus thousand people are on the 16th hole. Wow. 20 plus thousand. Yeah, that's this a lot of year, people. they said they had 5,000 uh, fans allowed in the, in, in the tournament. So I don't know how, many, how they spaced out or whatnot. But it was still pretty loud on 16th. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, after Saturday's round, I thought Jordan Spieth was definitely the leader going into it. He was a little 61. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Not bad 10 birdies, 61. And then shoots plus one and loses by two. And did it with honor. I hate to say it, but he did. He, he, I think he was more mad at, him, mad at himself. Um, you know, we talked off the air. Kepka just did what had to be done. Stayed even keel. He just made the putts. He put it within eight, ten feet and made the putts. He you didn't know, have anybody that really, really wanted out and go get it. Yeah, no, everyone was kind of playing that. Hmm, this should be a nine-way playoff. Um, you know, I, I like Jordan. A lot of people don't like him. They think that he complains a lot and whatever. I just think that's his... This isn't a sport where there's 25 guys on the bench going, come on, man, you can do it. You know what? So I respect him. He he, he does a, he works a lot of hard on his game, and he, he's a guy that just cares. So I don't think he's complaining. That's just Jordan. So I hope he's back. He's playing this week, I believe, right? He's playing at the AT&T. We'll get to that after. Um, and then Brooks, people don't like him. And the reason I, I know you like him, I'm, I'm trying to get more and more off the Brooks train because for a guy that doesn't practice and, and, and doesn't, what's the word respect the game I guess like just you know, basically I saw a comment there that he tweeted like he or not tweeted it was a quote and he was like uh, I show up you'll see me on TV when I show up to play like do you know what that is in my opinion well it's cocky that is a mindset of a champion that is attitude saying I will be there you want to see it turn the TV on I could be completely wrong yeah but then you look at Tiger Woods who practices day, day in day out for the last 40 years and he's earned every win. Not that Brooks hasn't. Brooks is still a major champion, two-time, yeah. three-time, I think he is. But I don't okay, know. Okay, but here's the, here's your apples to oranges comparison. And you might not like this. I like bananas. I'm, four, I'm 40. You're 25. Tiger Woods is 40 plus. Brooks Kepler's 20, what, seven-ish. It's that whole mindset. It's yeah. the mindset nowadays. I'm going to be better than you. I don't need to practice every day, which I agree isn't right. I think, if, again, like going back to what we were talking to 20 minutes ago, you want something, right? Yeah, for sure. I guess I guess when, when Kepka starts going on a downslide, you're probably going to see him practicing a lot more. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, congrats to Brooks. I'd love to have him on the show one day. It'd be sweet. Uh, I would love to have everyone on the show. But I do want to talk about the Saudi International. And who, who else would win this but... You, Picked a name out of a hat. There'd be 35 names in a hat and out of 36. Dustin Johnson wins by two shots yet again over another guy that has a tendency of just finishing top five, and that's maybe just okay. Tony Finau and Justin Rose. Yeah, uh, I want to ask you a question right out of the gate. Congratulations, DJ. Uh, Finau was right there, nip and tail. Yet again. Um, Rosie as well. But I, I have a question for you, Drew. Maybe you can let our listeners know. Why are we doing two separate tournaments, one in the States, one overseas? 
and taking the player pool and putting a lot of the good players on both tournaments. Why are we? Why, why does the, the golf world do that? Ah, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. Because even that goes back to Roy McIlroy playing in his first ever waste management. So uh, that's probably just a player's choice. Decided to go overseas. Um, guys, is, is that the EPT? Yeah, European. Yeah. You're playing European player tour, or yeah, right? E- EPT, right? EPGA, basically. Yeah, I'm just curious why they would take the player pool where you got like DJ, who obviously yeah. would have done very well at waste management, or probably would have done very yeah. well at waste management, and said, "No, you're going to get on a plane, fly over overseas, and play in Saudi Arabia." Yet. Kepka and friends are going to stay and play waste management. I just, I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so. not sure how that all works, to maybe, be honest. Maybe, maybe one of our PGA friends that listens to the show could uh, let us know, because uh, I'm, I'm quite curious. So Absolutely. Troy, before we keep going on here, I know you want to rip off a quick ad read. I did want to do a quick ad read. Today's op- today's episode of Off the Hustle is brought to you by Birch Supply Company. Birch Supply Company is a Canadian clothing brand based out of Saskatchewan. The company was founded by two lifelong friends who represent their passion for style, the outdoors, and good times through their clothing. Birch Supply Company strives to be involved in the community and bring you quality Canadian-made products. You can check out their current lineup and get the load, the down low on new arrivals through their Instagram page at Birch Supply. Struggle, yeah. struggle. No, that's that okay because that I, that part I have to talk to Josh. And you met Josh today. He's actually over there playing golf for yes, now. Yes, I did. One of the co-owners of Birch Supply. Uh, I thought it said low down too every time I read it, but I did have to say down low. I'm going to talk to Josh with that, but that is a tongue twister and it got you. So Yeah, um, sorry guys. That's okay, but you met Josh today, good kid. Very nice, very humble. Very humble, uh, out of Lumsden, so they're going to have some new shirts. Not and far some, from the coolie. Some hats and some crew neck sweaters that will be coming sooner or later, hopefully. Uh, but check out their clothing and check out their Instagram page at Birch Supply. Troy, I cut you off there before we did the ad read, but... Canadians in the field, Corey Connors finishing T-17, he battled back. Friend of the show, Adam Hadwin, T-50th, and missing the cut, Nick Taylor. Did you see Adam? Did I see him where? Oh, yeah. His oh, bow? Oh, yeah. Did you see his bow? Yeah. That was, hey, can you tell me he was having fun? Absolutely. He right? respects the game. Shot the second it. lowest round of the day and ends up giving about 18, I think it was. So uh, <laughs> good on you, Adam. Yeah. Okay. So now, quickly here before we get going on, because this is uh, this has been fun. This has been different. It's two coasters talking golf, sports, hockey, PGA, football, anything that we got are going here. But uh, what is happening in the world of media in Canada? Um, I don't know a whole lot, so I'm going to try and stay away from it. But I'm going to bring up Bell Media has terminated some people that have been a part of TSN since I was younger really young woke, i only woke up to watch sports center before school eat my cereal my lucky charms and i'm sure you were watching as well before we going to work um we don't have to name them all because i don't know all of them but uh any thoughts on that troy it sounds like my opinion okay before before we even start this this is my opinion so if i'm wrong i'm wrong it sounds like bell who owns tsn is financially hurt, I believe, because of some of the names that they let go of, some big names. Uh, reason being why our original guest who isn't with us today. We had an off-the-air chat with him and wants to reschedule because of what happened today, or I guess yesterday, because we're recording for today. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been doing a little bit of research on Twitter because that's where the best knowledge and best truth you can get out there is Twitter. And I don't know if I should say it, 
but maybe I will say it. But there's this whole Bell Let's Talk stigma day that they do every year. Bell Let's Talk. Hashtag Bell Let's Talk. It donates five cents from every time the hashtag's thrown out there across social media. Well, I'll tell you what. Bell Let's Talk about firing people midst of pandemic with zero warning. Yeah. And and you don't think there's going to be some repercussions like that that that's a gut shot that's a gut shot to a lot of these yeah employees of tsn that are way better than we uh, at their jobs than what we do yes <laughs> i think bell media should be ashamed of themselves of the way they handled it we know for a fact that there was guys fired on air cut to commercial the t- the switch turned 180 degrees and it's turned into a soft rock channel within seconds of being fired yeah, it's, you know, I, I think you nailed it on the head there. It's quite... And sorry, Drew, if I'm going to get us in trouble with the whole Bell Let's Talk no. thing. But to me, you see that thing every year, and it's for mental health. Mental health. Well, you think these guys that just got canned today? Yeah. And abs- girls, sorry. Yeah. Got canned. Without any notification, any wrongdoing, pack your shit, get out. You're done. Yeah. Real it's, good for mental health. It's crazy. You know, I think I, you nailed it on the head. And I think, too, some people that we've had you know, some conversations with in the past that we consider our friends now. Like we talked to them quite a bit and I couldn't imagine it. Like I'm, I was baffled when I saw it last week and baffled when I saw it today. It's frustrating. And I, I hope those guys all keep their head up. They're going to find jobs again. They're very good at what they do. I respect everything that they do on the networks. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. And, and my question to you now is, and I mean, you don't know, you don't have a crystal ball, but do you think Bill slash TSN is done. Do you think that this is it, or is there more to go? Well, it, it did kind of seem ironic, too, that yeah. as Tuesday recording this is CFL free agent frenzy, we'll call it, yes, and a lot of the people that cover the sport of the CFL football have been relieved of their duties. So I don't know what's happening with a, 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 a lead that is low profit, we'll say, compared to other leagues that go on. Um it's probably worrisome for sure. Yeah, and I guess we don't want to speculate and start throwing names out, but it's uh, it's a tough situation for these employees or former employees now. And I, again, in my opinion, it's just a dirty, dirty job by Bell, and they should be ashamed of themselves. But you know what? When you're a multi-billion-dollar company, they don't care. Yeah. Appar- so apparently, you can just tell by their actions over the last few days. Exactly, and, and there, I haven't seen a formal statement online or on the news or anything like that. So, uh, and, and for those of the employees that are still working with them that have been on our show, our podcast, hey, nothing against you. No, we're just wishing that your your bosses would have handled things a little. Yeah, because well, we saw I saw Bob McKenzie t- today too. He tweeted and he just like I feel so. I'm not gonna. Don't put my words in a blender and yeah. say I said this, but if you don't read Bob McQuen- McKenzie, the Bob father, uh, he he tweeted saying just I'm sorry, condolent, you know, like keep your head up, because uh, we're wishing the best for you guys. In the so. words of Annie, who you don't know, because sun will come out tomorrow. I'm impressed. The sun will come out I'm tomorrow. I'm impressed. Okay, moving out of this because I want to get back to some upbeat, but this is why we were a podcast and not uh, owned by anyone, are we? Not yet. Not yet. So uh, we're taking offers. Hey, wh- hey, what's up, Bell? <laughs> Bell, let's cut. Ooh. Okay, so Hashtag. we're moving on now, and I do want to get right into because this is our podcast for Wednesday. We are interviewing Colin, a buddy of mine. I told you a little about a little bit about him, a former WHL champion, 
with the Kelowna Rockets. A second-round pick to the Vancouver Canucks. A Utica Comet player in the AHL. Utica? Utica like Comets. It. Yeah, it's Utica. Pretty. Utica Comets. And also on Friday, Thursday, Thursday, we're recording with Sean Dunphy. He's been out to, he's been to a lot of Canadian AMs and mid AMs. Be a lot of fun. Sorry, did the hiccups? <laughs> hiccups. Was that a Molson's? That was a Molson's. Yes, it was. Yeah, figured. Um, but our guest today is a short interview, about 15 minutes long, 12 minutes long, with the CEO, Dustin Koopel of One Shot Golf. It's an online gaming app on your phone, on iTunes, and on Spotify phone. You can get it on Android. Android phones. Spotify. I have an iPhone. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Spotify. We're not used to doing these podcasts for see, that's forty we're minutes. Telling people to listen <laughs> to our podcast. Yeah. Sorry. One shot golf is available on Apple phones yes. and Android. There you go. Okay. Now you maybe sound like an idiot. Um. But yes, one shot golf. I just got it downloaded. I checked it out, and it's pretty cool. I know you've had the pleasure of playing it quite a bit, and you are a subscriber. And I am not a subscriber, but I am one that has made purchases for tokens. Me and a few buddies from work, I'm telling you, Drew, I'm telling our listeners, One Shot Golf, download it. It's awesome. It's it's virtual robots. No, real life robots. Real life robots. via your phone. I don't want to go too much into it because that's what Dustin was talking about. But for all of our listeners out there, download it. One Shot Golf. You will not regret it. I think you get a startup of... Uh, 50 tokens. I think it works up to about 300 tokens oh, okay. after you do your sign yeah. up, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know. They have some awesome prizes. It's just, it's, it's really, really cool. It, it, it was a game that I was like, really? I'm going to play, because I'm going to be honest, night shifts at work, and yes, boss, we work, but on our downtime, <laughs> I can't sit and watch certain You're uh, getting gas streaming now. services, <laughs> but I'm looking for new games. Well, I've tried every golf game out there. I'm trying to better myself, better my men, men, mental state of golf. I love it. So I seen this one, and I was like, I'm going to try it, and it's awesome. It's mini golf with robots, but it's real life. And the best thing about it is it's local. Yeah, these right guys, here in these, Regina. These guys are out of Regina, and they gave us a uh, an invite to go check out the tour, or the, the tour, check out the, <laughs> the factory. Who's the tour? Anyways, it's... Uh, it's it, very cool. So Dustin gets into that for 12 and a half minutes there on the pod. That's our guest this week, as obviously we just talked about the whole bell thing. Um, you can put two and two together. We'll, we will get back on the show, Brian Munns. Um, good sassy boy from Regina as well. His parents still live in Humboldt, as he mentioned, so that's pretty cool. Um, quickly, before we get uh, off the... Oh, so the Oilers are warming up. Troy's pretty pumped. Gotta go home, gotta go home. But before we get to that, I do want to mention, too, that the PGA has now announced that lasers, Bushnells, are allowed on the Professional Golfers Tour. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is that what Bob... Can you not eat your mic, though? Is yeah. that what Bob Weeks' tweet was about? Yeah. I was... I, again, I'm not the golfer you are. I will one day, hopefully... But you've seen my laser that I use for the yes, pinching. Yes, but I didn't understand what he meant by the, the distancing or whatever. Yeah, so... I thought it was more of a COVID... No, gosh, no. what I actually thought it was. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's you can shoot the pins now with a laser, and no different than we do in the amateur tours. Uh, I actually texted Kyle Peters today, caddies for Mike Mark Hubert, and I was like, "Is this for you guys?" He's like, "Yep." So we didn't get too much into it, but I don't quite. There's a golf ball off the end wall there. Um, it's kind of like people. We put that post out saying this is make the pace of play faster or slower. 
And a lot of guys were like, I think a lot of the pros were saying, it's going to take longer now because now you're going to shoot the pin, shoot the bunker, and then you're going to go back to your yard book and read through the whole book. And, but is that, I'm well, worried I, for caddies I, now. I, I would like to ask you a question, though. And again, I am not by any means close to being a PGA Tour rules official. But are the caddies not wearing the Garmin watches? They no. Give them, they're, they're not allowed that, to? You'd be kicked off illegal. Okay, so you yeah. can't wear a GPS watch? Okay. Thank you. Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so Very you're good. allowed to use a laser now. But what is that putting caddies in, you know, worrisome at some point down the road? Why would it put caddies in, in worrisome? Who's shooting it, the caddy or the player? They both can do it now. Oh, the player can do it now too? Just a laser, yeah. Just what I do on the course. You can shoot it, I can shoot it. Well, shoot the bush. I hate, I hate to say this, pal, but instead of that 11%, you're down to four and a half. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's my only question. <laughs> Pace of play, I don't think gets touched. I think it might have a little bit slower, actually, because you're going to go back to your yard book. You know, we've seen Dales, we've seen Kyle's, we've seen these these yard books that they show, but you're going you're gonna to shoot the bush, you're going to shoot the tree, you're going to shoot that girl over there, you're going to shoot the guy over there, you're going to shoot whatever. Like, But aren't you still going to have to walk all those spots, like the paces, pace, what do they say, pace things no. off? I mean, I probably you should just, do that more you often. Just but boom, shoot it with the laser right in your book. 140 to the pin from, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 138 to the pin. I'm 132 to that, uh, probably that hill there. I, I got to carry seven yards. Like, it, it's all in the book still, here, too. Here, here's my opinion on it, Drew, and I know a lot of our listeners will agree with me on this because they're not on the PGA. If you're a good golfer on the PGA, you don't need no laser. No, for sure. You know what you are. Yeah. Right? Like, you know you're 150 close. I'm kind of curious to see how many players are using them, though, and I'm excited. I'm not sure if they're allowed to use in this weekend or the following week i don't know just bob didn't tweet today friend of the show did bob tweet when they're allowed to do it no he just said this year right yes okay so hopefully we get to see that happen when it does happen we'll have some video content of it um but this is our podcast this week and we're going to jump right over now to dustin cooper ceo of one shot golf hope you guys enjoy it this podcast is brought to you by last mountain distillery a proud sponsor of off the hosel they are a locally owned company in lumsden saskatchewan they have some of the best options around, and trust me, I know. They got whiskey, vodka, rum, and so many other options that you can't go wrong with. They are in a, over 100 different retailers across Saskatchewan. So start thinking with your brain, shop local, and purchase your Last Mountain Distillery products today. Alrighty, back inside Divots Indoor Golf for a surprising episode, but a very fun one today. Uh, Drew here with Troy. Hello. So, and obviously joined by Dustin Koopel, uh, CEO of One Shot Golf, correct? You bet. Hi. Well, first off, yeah, we're in-house here. Second time we've had an in-house guest because of the pandemic. So, and we are socially distanced with our mask on. Thank God. So, I want to get right into it right away. I know Troy's been playing the game, but I want to kind of get a backstory on you. What's your background, your, you know, your work? When did it all, are you an engineer? Or you, yeah, just fill us in. You bet. Um, yeah, so I'm CEO of uh, 54 Dev Studios here in Regina. All produced One Shot Golf. It's our first uh, mobile application that we've produced. It's a, a golf game that you play on your phone, either I, iPhone or Android. And uh, it's taking control of real world golfing robots to play mini golf on a real golf course with a real golf ball, sink, sink it in the real hole and uh, take home big prizes every day. We run uh, tournaments all day long. Wow, that's awesome. So. What made you guys <clears throat> decide to get into this and, and put the app out? You know, it's actually been uh, about two years of effort for us to get it out there. It took a lot longer than what we thought. We were working on a bunch of uh, robotics for agriculture, actually, and, and once we got into controlling a combine live in the field, 
we needed live video to actually see what's happening with the combine in real time to keep it from driving into a ditch or driving into a slough. <laughs> and we realized that the live video that you see in the world today is actually not live. Anything that says live video, whether it's on Twitter or YouTube or live on your uh, hockey game or golf right now, it's actually delayed by either a number of seconds or a number of minutes, yeah. which doesn't work if you're going to control the robot. So when I send a message to the robot to make a move, I need to see the live video response immediately or else I don't know what that move was or I'm too late to see what the next move was. So we ended up uh, identifying a problem there and we thought, man, we can do better live video than that. So we literally built out a live video platform to control a piece of robotics in the real world. And uh, through that, winter came, so we couldn't do it in the farm anymore. Right. So we thought, man, what a better place than indoor golf. Do you, do you guys know that so well, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, We're getting pretty into indoor golf. So, so my question, Dustin, I guess, is there's got to be a crap load of computer programming involved in this, which I'm not a computer guy, but by playing the game and seeing what's going on, I can tell. There's a lot going on. You, yeah. you know, when they're cleaning up the golf balls, the platform raises to drop the ball club heads moving back you're controlling it right on the app with your fingers um when you say real live robots is it like the robots the robot that was in rocky three <laughs> it's pretty close it's more the uh the farmer version of that robot okay, okay. yeah we, we built all the robotics in-house and uh, we have a team of 18 people working on the project there's equally split about nine software side and nine on the hardware team so and have you seen a lot of positive feedback i guess when did the app release uh, we released January 12th. So, so January 12th, uh, February 12th. Three, week, three weeks wow. or so, something like that. So yeah. in that three, three sure. and a half weeks, has it, it's grown? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's really taken off for us and uh, we're so pleased with the response from everyone. It's, it's been phenomenal. So I'm curious to know too, like what is the, um, I don't know if you can answer this question, like the longevity or someone working there full time, are they, are they running robots day in, day out, 24 hours a day? Like how, how does that work for those, well, those robots? Well, robots, robots don't sleep. So the robots, <laughs> the robots run 24 seven. We don't have wow. any attendees at the warehouse. There's a warehouse in Regina here. We have 11,000 square feet and wow. we're set up to do 90 robots in there. So it'll be 90 holes and they just, <laughs> uh, they're just in there. And I, I, I would love for you guys to come and have a le look at it. Yeah, sometime. that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. And I know firsthand, that it works at two, three, four o'clock in the morning because when I'm at work at Everaz, we got a little downtime. You know, I'm aiming left, aiming right, power up, power down, and shoot. So yeah, the robots are working overnight. That's awesome. Well, and I do want to ask Dustin too because I know Troy's played it lots, and obviously you're you know, the CEO and you have designers, and you know what it's all about. Maybe explain that there's people in the background. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had a hard time convincing people that the experience inside your app because people are so used to seeing everything you see in the app every other golf game that you've ever played in your app is all virtual pixels it's a virtual golf ball it's a virtual course so now to pick up your phone and see an image on your phone and try to convince people that it's a real thing you're really looking at live video feed was hard for us and no matter how many times we told them it was a real golf ball a real course they would still say oh, it's all fake pixels so we brought really? live we brought live course hosts onto the onto wow. the app and in, in the in the in the warehouse so if you uh, get on there usually it's uh they, they play on about three or four of our courses sort of the more beginner courses to kind of show the experience off um, but live course hosts waving at you and encouraging you and giving you a little tip, sort of like a, a caddy, on-course caddy. Andrew, it blows your mind the first time you see somebody in the background. Yeah, I like, saw, I saw like, the YouTube video. That's not real. And then you miss your shot, and he's basically laughing at you. You're like, oh, my God, there's a real person there. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. So, and then I, I think I was talking to Stephanie, obviously, with One Shot Golf as well. And 
no one actually like for me i can't go in in the house and play right i can't play at the warehouse there no right just all on the app yeah it's all closed to the public and our staff are there working on the next set of holes and, and next set of robots. So how many courses do you guys have right now? I know, I believe seven are active right now at, at all times. Seven? Yeah, I think there's, uh, um, what is there now? Yeah, there's seven courses active. We're hoping actually to turn on course number eight this afternoon. Oh, really? So watch for it either today or tomorrow. Yeah, I just wanted to, that's it. I'm going to check it and, out right uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have room for 90 holes. There are actually five whole courses is what we're running on there. So um, we're hoping to have another uh, eight or so courses coming up. But the next courses we have planned right now, we're doing a space-themed uh, course next. And then the one after that is a sports-themed courses. So nice. it'll be a, a course with curling and hockey and other things. And cool. then the last course that we're doing is a, uh, a PGA Tour. We're modeling it after actual PGA Tour holes. And uh, nice. it's going to have uh, real water and real sand on those holes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. you know, I'm just going through the app here again. I mean, the prizes are pretty cool. You got everything from Walmart, no Best free ads, Buy, Cineplex, no just, free ads, not yeah, no free ads. ads. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I know firsthand you can you play these courses, and if you're in the top, you get first place, you get the prize, and then there's points you guys give out which you can use to buy more credit or tokens. Um, I see right now one of my favorite courses is under construction, the Carnival Crazy, but uh, maybe tomorrow it'll be backing up and running. So, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm curious, like Dustin, like everyone that works there, like, are, are they full time or is it like are they part time working hard and you know trying to grow their business or like like what's their I guess their background too? You know, most of uh, most of our development team and a lot of uh, a lot of our people actually came from GasBuddy. I'm not sure if you're familiar with GasBuddy, but GasBuddy was an app also yeah. built here in Regina, and I was co-founder of GasBuddy back in the day. Uh, we ended up selling GasBuddy in 2013, and I left there in 2016. Um, but we kind of picked the cream of the crop of, uh, of great people, both on the development side and some hardware guys there too. And so the guys in the warehouse right now are, uh, you know, probably about 50% of them are full-time and half, half t- or part-time people. Nice. Most of them are working on, like I said, developing out the next set of holes and doing some robot maintenance. We really built everything to be, you know, as maintenance-free as possible, obviously, but yeah. we're working out some uh, growing pains here as, <laughs> as it gets busier and everything get, gets used. We start to see where we could make some improvements. So with the robots, is there daily maintenance? Like, you know, the the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz, you got to go oil everything? <laughs> got to oil them up a little bit, you know. <laughs> it's not too bad. We, a uh, little bit of wear and tear stuff already happening. We've run about, uh, I think about 80,000, excuse me, 80,000 rounds of golf have been played through there. Uh, so far, so it's uh, it's a lot of golf happening, and uh, we have uh, busy times of the day where we can barely keep up with the pace for sure. So, I do want to ask too how do how do you how do we help, and how do you guys get it out to you know kids that want to play? Obviously, not during school hours. I'm sure teachers don't want that happening. But I mean, how do you get this game in the kids' hand? Like, like can you see who their like the ages are? Yeah, you know, it tends to be a little bit. You know, it's a very competitive. We built the app to be competitive. You know, it it is. It is truly a competitive golf experience. It's, so it's tournament play. It tends to actually be a little bit older kind of so far that people are playing it. It, it, it appeals more to, <laughs> you know, uh, the competitive person, the competitive sports addict. And we got lots of guys that are like, I, I can't even believe it to be really honest. There's a couple of people playing like three or four hours a day on the app right Seriously? now. Seriously? Yeah, which is bizarre. I wish I had their buying, bankroll. Buying, the, buying yeah. 16,000 uh, tokens per day. What, yeah, what's that equivalent to? That's, that's uh, a lot of play. Well, I think I, bought. It's about, I think it's forty bucks a token pack for four for four thousand. So it's about 
160 bucks oh a day worth of tokens. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah. and repeatedly just doing that. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, we have, we have some really highly engaged people. And, That's good. Uh, it's good to hear. No, it is. It is good. And, um, so, you know, how do we get the word out? We, you know, we're trying to get the word out, uh, you know, everywhere. And the, the social feedback has been so, so awesome. Social media has been fantastic. You guys, I know have Twitter and Facebook for sure. Do you guys also have an Instagram account yep. as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's an Insta account as well. I'm not and, a big uh, IG guy, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, hop on uh, any of ours. One Shot Golf or One Shot Golf Games, I think, for our Facebook page. Awesome. Well, and I do want to ask about, I was you brought some sweet swaggering for us to rep for you guys. Um, explain the logo, if, if you don't mind. I mean, is there a, was there, a, you know, an idea behind that or just... Kind of logo, you know, it's a it's a it's a fun and cool uh, guy. His name is Putsy. This is our mascot, Putsy, <laughs> and uh, and he's here to have lots of fun on the course. And then we we show him up around the course. And I think the swag turned out really good, and, and we're excited yeah, to have really people out and wearing it. So we just uh, got our big order of swag uh, put in, I think, yesterday or so. And so we're hoping to get a bunch a bunch of prizes in the app too. Awesome. Swag, so if people so. want to purchase the swag, I don't know if you guys are selling it or not yet. Uh, outside of social media, is there another way to contact you guys or just via social media? Yeah, pages? you can just go on our website, just oneshotgolf.com uh, gets you there or oneshotgolf.io, uh, I believe. Okay. I do have one more question, and it's obviously post-pandemic. Are... Are you, guys in a, are you guys able to do like field trips that like, I mean for like young kids or even older people that want to come see it one day like like well, just think, to show uh, the show the warehouse yeah I think probably we'll, we'll entertain that idea we had a few people actually the other day I went out to start my truck outside the door of the warehouse and there was a guy standing outside the door of the warehouse in the cold and I pop out and he's like I heard the one shot golf warehouse is in here <laughs> so probably I, one of my co-workers Josh <laughs> I, was, I was thinking you so no, Josh Miller Josh <laughs> So I, uh, yeah, I, I dragged him inside for, and he was so excited to see you around. That's awesome. Troy, anything else? No, I think that was great. I'm really, really glad you guys came on the show. Um, I know I'll be playing more. So I mean, yeah. Drew, you got to get yeah, on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to downloading it and playing it. And, and yeah, I think we're going to have you guys on again at some point, whether it's, you know, you and Stephanie or someone else, maybe an engineer tech guy that's out there hustling behind the scenes or, you know, pick their brain a bit with a, sure. what it takes to build a robot. Or maybe we take the invite and do some video work there and uh, show our listeners what it's all about from inside the up to the ceo that, that, yeah. yeah i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd be great to have you thanks for having me on the show and uh the cold outside but the golf courses are open awesome okay thanks dustin cheers thanks guys valentine's day is upon us fellas make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you our friends at manscape the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming are here to tell you that you need the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Drew, you ever have issues down below shaving? All the time. I'm tired of using a Bic One razor, cutting my nuts. Well, it's time to get into Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOSL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code HOSL20. Happy Valentine's Day from the Manscaped. Alrighty, there it is, episode 58. A little different. And we probably should have done that a little uh, a little earlier in the in the podcast career of ours and off the hosel. But it was uh the coasters, the two coasters. One's a little older, one's a little younger, but we're mentally the same brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I can't hear you saying. But uh that was no. I said ha no. Oh, okay. No, that was a lot of fun though. We, <laughs> that was to, fun, we covered a lot of sports, PGA, NFL, blah blah. We did the whole we did it, the whole it was a good weekend for us yeah. to do this with our surprise of not being able to have a guest. 
Yeah, exactly. And obviously being the short guest of 12 minutes uh, with Dustin Koopel of One Shot Golf, and we talked him off the record. If you don't listen to the podcast, you probably should because there will be some giveaways and some coop, uh, sorry, coins or tokens. tokens. Um, I got to learn that. Tokens towards One Shot Golf. And you, and you can win. A, and you really mentioned in the pod that you, well, he mentioned it, but. Well, there's prizes. The prizes to win. They got prizes from Amazon, like Amazon gift cards, Walmart, Home Depot, Applebee's, uh, H&M. Uh, you I, name I, it. I yeah. played the game too many times and I never win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Plus, you can win points to purchase other things that they have in their play store. So, you know what? Download it. One Shot Golf. I've told you before. Quick and easy setup. Uh, it's it's local. It's it's Saskatchewan. It's let's support some more people Saskatchewan, especially now than ever during this pandemic. People are losing jobs left and right. Support local. That doing a lot for you and I. I mean, we're local. Absolutely. And we appreciate every one of you listeners that listen to our podcast. So thank you very much. Yes, you are uh, very correct, Troy. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. But stay tuned as uh, we just talked before we started recording the, this end of the show. We're probably going to throw a little teaser pod this week, an, an extra podcast this week, and it'll be Cole Lind, as I mentioned already. And I wouldn't be shocked if he's wearing a Vancouver Canuck jersey in the, in the, um, what's the word, in the coming days. Uh, they lack goal scoring, and he's got four in the last three in the American Hockey League. So second round draft pick, Cole Lind, will be on the show Thursday, Wednesday with me. I'm everywhere now. Troy, rip us off where we are again one more time, please. We are at Divots Indoor Golf, live, 6823 Rossdale Boulevard. Call them at 306-206-1270 or visit them at www.divotsgolf.com. Book your tee time. Play divots. Don't make them. Unreal. Awesome. Okay, man, this has been so much fun. I, I had a lot of fun. I'm to do one more of these. Maybe one every 60 episodes. We'll do a coasters episode. One every 58. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, whatever. Hey, bro. What's up? Start your car and dress warm. Absolutely. Okay, Troy, as always, a pleasure having you on. My co-host and my brother, Troy Coaster. And also stay tuned to the social media handles as next week we got some big news that I've been having to keep under my tongue. And only a select few, you know. And if any of you throw it out there before we do. It is. Oh, I am so excited. I'm, I'm so excited. Pumped. Pumped. Um, pumped. Stay tuned to social handles. And they are. But I point to you talk. Hey, that's from What's a movie. That from? When point I point to you talk. When I point to you. Moneyball. Moneyball, right. Uh, you want anyway, to speak? You want me to speak? Get off track there. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is at underscore off the hosel. Facebook and Instagram is off the hosel. Mm-hmm. No, it's off the hosel underscore, underscore off the hosel for Instagram and Twitter and off the hosel for Facebook. Yes. Get out there. Shoot us a message. Like us. Love us. We love you. Unreal. Okay, Troy, have a great uh, rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'm going Han Solo in the next two interviews with Dunf and Cole Lind. So we'll talk to you. And as always, a pleasure. Peace. Likewise, brother. Everyone else have a great Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. See ya. Oh, and by the way, I DM'd uh, Patrick Reed. I hope we get him on the show. See you guys. Have a great week. Peace.